0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as we take a little time to settle in, we can do our best to embody this strange reality where probably most of us feel appropriately alone in our room where we might be. And then at the same time, we're showing up together in this cyberspace and we wanna let that in. And that takes some creativity and imagination. But it's really true. We are coming together in this place on live stream, together with our shared intentions to better understand our lives and understand our world and know how to show up with more wisdom and love, so I'm really trying to remember myself whenever I'm doing an online program, teaching or being part of something, to really take some time and uh, yeah, feel into the space. And I appreciate the people who jot down a friendly hi at the beginning or a see you later at the end, because it's just that little ritual of checking in with the live chat can be helpful and also while we're getting settled uh, just a couple reminders so if you're if you haven't uh, opened up to the full screen then you can uh, minimize your screen if you have made the full screen so you see below your youtube screen there's a couple important links um One is the, uh, not a link, but the text for the chant we do, the Three Refuges, which I'll introduce in just a moment. So make sure you see that there for those of you who don't, haven't memorized the traditional Three Refuges that we chant always, or almost always, at the beginning of our Buddhist studies classes. And the other thing that's there now, so every other week, week two, tonight, week four, in two weeks, week six, and week eight will have small groups. <coughs> Excuse me. These are optional, but strongly encouraged. Of course, you can do the small group meetings on your own, and I'll explain that. But at the end, you're going to want, those of you who want to be put into a small group for the last 25 minutes or so, you're going to want to click that Zoom link, and that's below your screen there, Same, just uh, near the area where the three refuges are. And then finally, underneath that is the link if you want to support the center and support me, the teacher, for these programs, any of Common Ground's online programs. There is usually a link uh, for contributing. Good, so let's begin by chanting the three Buddhist refuges. And this is more than a ritual. We're using, of course, the Pali language just as a way of connecting with our spiritual ancestors. Regardless of where they lived and the language they spoke, these refuges were chanted in the Pali language, so one of the ancient languages of India. And we're taking refuge in Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, the three refuges. It's just like Buddhist code for this very human practice of waking up, this waking up or willingness to be intimate with our lives, with the experience, the reality of what's here and now. So that's Buddha being awake to Dhamma. And we honor this capacity we have to be awake And we honor the conditions the reality that we're waking up to and then sangha the third refuge we're honoring this capacity to be creative and fearless and skillful and compassionate this is what sangha means not just the general sense of a spiritual community so that's mostly how we hear that word sangha in terms of a spiritual community But it really has a more specific meaning. What is the activity of my life? What is the activity of your life, your life look like when for a moment or for moments we're in that place of being intimate with the way things are. Really connected and open, seeing clearly, meeting life with a real breadth and a real depth of awareness then what is our uh, way of participating in those moments? Well, it's probably pretty skillful and beautiful, so we call it Sangha. So we're going to chant these three refuges slowly together. We have to use our imagination that we're hearing each other. And then we'll have a guided meditation. So just settle in, I'll ring the bell three times to begin.
1: Saranang kachami to the Pudang Saranang kachami to Damang Saranang Ka Chami Tutiampi Sangang Saranang Ka Chami Tatiampi Udang Saranang Gacchami Tatiampi Dhamang Saranang Gacchami Tatiampi Sangang Saranang Chami
0: and if you have a yet, just settling in. really helpful, not just at the beginning of a meditation time, but over and over and over again, to pay attention to the present moment in a way that supports a sense of safety and settledness, the sense of having a right to be here, having a capacity to relax and to be open. So how might the mind open now, pay attention now in this moment with the conditions the way that they are for each of us? How might I pay attention now that would support a sense of safety and ease and support settling and grounding. So even though a big part of our study this fall is opening to dukkha, the stressful, difficult aspects of life, that doesn't mean that It's actually skillful right now to turn one's attention to suffering or anxiety. It might be much more useful right now to notice that very simple but could be quite powerfully settling to notice the sense of belonging here in the body in this moment, kind of feeling at home with these conditions as they are. We could call this noticing the possibility of contentedness. Of course, it doesn't mean The moment's perfect, the contentment isn't because the circumstances of my life are perfect. The mind is relating in a contented way because that's skillful, it's pleasant to be contented, it's settling to be contented with the conditions as they are. So to support that sense of safety and contentment, you can breathe in and having an honest sense of how it is in the body, how the heart is, what's moving in the mind, and then with each exhalation just experimenting or exploring the possibility of contentment. Like a big spiritual yes. It's like this now, and it's okay. It's okay that the conditions of the mind, of the heart, of the body are like this now. In this way, we're developing a contentment that is arising out of being connected, not arising out of being distracted or superficial. So we breathe in and we remember to connect and open and feel. And then with each exhalation, we just explore the possibility of true contentedness, being at ease with the conditions as they actually are. And remember, we're not lying to ourselves, we're not pretending conditions are different than they are. We're just realizing that even with the circumstances or conditions being imperfect, that it's possible for a moment to be content, for this moment to be content. So let's continue now in silence for a while, breathing in, being intimate, Breathing now, just exploring the possibility of contentment and the pleasantness of that contentment. So, we're taking the time to explore this possibility of being at ease with the conditions, the circumstances, and we're using the natural rhythm of breathing. So, as we breathe in, just the willingness to feel and to be present, to be alert and interested. And with the exhalation, being curious. About this possibility of contentment, being okay with the way it is. It doesn't mean it's perfect, it just means it's possible to be okay, to be at ease with the conditions that are here, even if they're unpleasant or difficult. It's a kind of kindness or friendliness with the experience that's actually showing up now, breathing in, it's a time to acknowledge, yep, it's like this now, breathing out a chance to be friendly and accepting and content In Buddhism, patience is a kind of love and superpower, this willingness to be patient with reality, with the way it is, as we breathe in, as we breathe out. See if you can sense the power of patience as a kind of love and wisdom. No place to go, nothing to get, breathing in, practice acknowledging with interest that it's like this now, this experience of the body sitting, this experience of the thinking mind and the feeling heart, it's like this now, and with each exhalation, realizing this capacity to be at peace with the way that it is, to be content, to actually experience some ease in the body and mind, the ease of not needing the moment to be different than it is, It's really okay to take in this sense of ease, to let it have its effect in the mind, the body, and the heart. It can seem somehow inappropriate, this contentment, this sense of ease, but in a way it's our birthright, our spiritual birthright, to be able to open to this kind of ease at times even while at the same time the world remains the same, imperfect, with a lot of suffering, a lot of injustice, and it's possible for this heart for moments at a time to realize a deep sense of ease and contentment. But remember, it's not a contentment that's based on the world being a good place. This ease, this contentment that we're exploring, arises because now, for moments at a time, the heart isn't dependent on the world, on the way it is, good or bad. Letting nature be nature, this non-attachment, this for a moment, for moments putting things down can be very deeply healing. And it's something for each of us to explore on our own. It's not something to believe in or to argue with. We're just simply realizing that how we relate to our world, our life, this moment really matters. If we relate with attachment, there are real consequences to that choice. If we relate with understanding, there's real consequences to that choice. So take a moment, adjust your body if you need to, so you're comfortable. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.